0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's News Stand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is December 2nd, 2022. Um, how are you? We're on the last month of the year. That's crazy. It is the it's the first of the month. So, you know what that means? It's time to pay fucking rent, time to pay all your fucking utilities, all those bills just re fucking set. Awesome. We love it. Great. Um, but I didn't bring you here for some, you know, depressing ass shit like that. I mean, I maybe I had I do. I, you know, you know, how I, am. you know how the news is. Um, we got some interesting stuff to talk about, though, but we will get to that. Of course. Of course. Um, let's start with the personal news. You know, it is my new Sam. We got to talk about me a little bit. Right. Um, we talk about me a lot. but essentially it's been another good one we're riding on good vibrations so that feels good that's nice busy at work i have a fun story uh so i'm working the trash compactor today you know i'm doing my oscar the grouch and um you know the crusher that i'm working you know filling with cardboard it's it's filling up it's it's doing its thing it's letting me know hey lights on you know we're getting there and every once in a while, I'll hear this like clicking noise. And I, what I assume here, because I'm not, you know, a Rumpke specialist or whatever, uh, Rumpke is the trash dump uh, company that uh, does our trash deliveries, whatever. But essentially, it does this like clicking noise sometimes when it's getting like really filled. And sometimes I'm like, is that, like, the thing bracing or, like, containing it? I don't know. Whatever. Is it too loose? Like, sometimes you don't hear that. Sometimes it's normal. I don't know. But essentially, you know, I was doing that clicking thing. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, a little bizarre. And then the next thing I know, I just hear, I'm, I hear and I feel this big boom pop. And, um, you know, I'm kind of freaked out. I, like, I curl up <laughs> and, uh, you know, immediately walk out of my little... Compactor area, and I can see in the window in the other compactor. Like I can look at the the compactor that I was just in, and I see on the ground there's a clamp that holds uh, the crusher, the compactor on one side. And I was like, okay, so it popped again. This isn't the first time this happened. Um, so I was like, okay, well I guess that's the end of my day. So that's how I started the weekend with a bang. Uh, but essentially. Other than that, what other personal stuff? I like to talk about food. You know, I like to talk about food. Regulars, uh, that's me all the time. I'm always looking for the next lick. Quite literally, um, we got a little weird at Penn Station, and I decided to get the large Philly. Now, I initially ordered it um, East Coast style, but I, I. I got weird and it was like towards the end of the night. And I think they just kind of like got the order done and I'm fine with it. Honestly, it was good. And I didn't, really, like, didn't want to hassle him. It was whatever. But the cool thing was part of the add-on that I wanted to do on top of the East Coast thing, which didn't work out, I wanted to get pickles on it. So essentially they just got that part right. And then um, like everything else was good. I got like banana peppers, uh, mayo, mustard, more or less just a traditional philly shit i guess depending on who you're asking um but yeah it was good i loved it Mm, with the fries um other than that though pretty much standard issue week for your boy like i said it is uh you know the first december it's christmas time i feel like we can kind of embrace the vibes i mean obviously last week i was talking about you know mariah carey so you know what that means but um yeah sadly there's not much christmas joy in the news set that I have for you guys. Uh quite the contrary, I guess. But um we're gonna start off in Hawaii. So that's neat. That's nice. Almost like we're gonna talk about it like a vacation. But um I don't know. I would not want to go to this Hawaii destination right now. Um because and I got this from Yahoo News and the Associated Press lava from Hawaii volcano lights night's sky amid warnings. So this takes place in Kalalua Kona, Hawaii, and the volcano is Mauna Loa. So I think as of right now, like throughout this week, it hasn't made any kind of like problem, problem, like no one's been hurt. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, what do you mean? There's an active volcano, like there's lava. What are you talking about? Um, Essentially they were kind of, like, hoping that the volcano was going to, um, like, the lava was going to have its eruption because this was going to make sense. It kind of lines up. I think it's been about 40 years since it last happened. And they were hoping, like, okay, it's going to, like, leak into this chamber of the volcano and just kind of settle there. That would be, like, the best case. It didn't do that. And it actually started coming out of, like, I think, like, several areas, and you could see lava flow. But luckily it's on the side of the volcano that's not really inhabited. So they just, like, have people on alert. They're like, hey, don't go near the lava streams. Don't, like, go through that area. Um, Excuse me, I got a burp brewing. There it is. All right. Sorry about that. Um, But, you know, essentially – kind of scary like i don't know i I can't remember what the movie was it might have been dante's peak or something like that and maybe i'm getting it wrong what the natural natural disaster was there but volcanoes are no joke um and i don't know if you guys have ever seen any like the nat geos or whatever where they have like the videos of guys handling lava like it's just scary (laughs) like very intense very powerful stuff um but like i said no one's been hurt or anything like no casualties from what i've heard so that's good i think essentially it's just happening and then hopefully after people are going to go back to you know standard operating procedure um but yeah obviously there's more details here but you know won't keep us too long here um let's see let's see and some other news um also from the associated press oath keepers roads guilty of january 6 seditious conspiracy now i haven't covered too much january six shit i don't think there's much stick to it that's why i don't cover it too often what i mean by that is like yeah bad shit definitely fucking happened we saw it happen live if you know you were me i remember being in my break room and, and seeing this shit happen on the news i'm like what the fuck and then also there was well documented footage of all the shit that's happened so if you saw all this and then somehow as a collective whole and as a government, whatever, we're just not going to do anything. I mean, and now granted it remains to be seen. Um, and you know, obviously get into some of this right now. Um, then like, what is there? I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's a crazy ass situation to me. Um, like, I don't want to get into the weeds about it. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say, sorry, I'm getting turned around, but like, the January 6th committee, like, yeah, cool. That That's neat that you guys are doing this thing. But essentially, come next year, this shit's more or less going to be dissolved. Um, so they've done some interesting stuff, done some, like, cool blockbuster, quote-unquote, coverage of the situation and investigating. But, um, you know, it's seemingly, like, this conviction is probably going to be one of the bigger highlights of the January 6th, like, aftermath. Um, but I mean, the charge is definitely heavy. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Seditious conspiracy. So essentially that is plotting and acting to overthrow the government. Um, I'm obviously giving you really bad, uh, paraphrasing of what the legalities, uh, terminologies of what this is, but that's how we're interpreting it here. Um, essentially there's five people, five defendants, um, but only Rhodes and Kelly Meggs got the seditious conspiracy. Um, all five, though, were guilty of obstruction of an official proceeding—Congress uh, certification of Biden's electoral victory. So, I mean, I guess I should run down what happened January six. If you are, were living under a rock, if you are weren't here in the states, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if you somehow stumbled on my humble little podcast and didn't know about something like this. But anyway, we can do a little recap. Essentially, Biden was, you know, he won the election. And then according to, uh, you know, Trump supporters, he didn't. And Trump didn't want to say die here. He didn't want to say I lost. So he didn't. And he mounted a pressure campaign on whoever he could to more or less find the votes. Meanwhile, people were denying that, um, you know, he won, that this was all still in flux and that we shouldn't call this over. And essentially what was, I mean, I think now it's been officially ratified Is like, look, the whole ceremony here of Biden, you know, uh, his electoral victory being, like, announced here and everything, like, you can't just overthrow this, you can't just interrupt this and, like, oh, Biden's not president, like, no, like, he's president, um, but essentially, people tried that day, and, I mean, it, I guess it remains to be seen legally if Donald Trump is responsible for this or not, but, Um, this is kind of where the Oath Keepers come in because they were on the ground that day. They had some uh, Oath Keepers actually protecting Trump that day. That was like part of their main um, job, quote unquote, their main um, modus operandi. I don't know what the word I'm looking for here. But essentially... They are kind of like the Proud Boys, um, which I'm just kind of throwing out another weird name here. And it's like, well, I don't know who these doofy motherfuckers are. Good. I would like I would like that. Essentially, I would call it organized hooligans, uh, especially with the Proud Boys. Now, with the Oath Keepers, um, this Rhodes guy, um, Stuart Rhodes, essentially, I found this out today. I was listening to something on The Daily. Um... And it turns out this dude is a huge law nerd. And I mean, I'm not surprised. If you're wearing an eye patch, but then you're also wearing glasses, some bifocals, you're a fucking law nerd. I don't care. Like, I should have I should have seen that a mile away. Like, duh. Um, my man is like low-key uh, Kroger brand Star Wolf, if you're familiar with the Star Fox series. That's what he looks like to me. <laughs> um... But um, I mean, this dude meant business and he talked a big game. He at times talked about like hanging Nancy Pelosi. Um, obviously, his main shtick here was p- literally propping up Donald Trump. And essentially, his idea and thought process here is like, look, we have to make sure that Donald Trump fights for the presidency, that he says he did not lose and that Biden is not our legal president. Um, Which is a thought process that a lot of Trump supporters were really leaning on. Hell, I've even had coworkers who I've gotten into conversations and discussions with, and it's like they are so wrapped up in the idea that this election was stolen from them because their guy didn't win. And I mean, it really is truly just, I don't know, it shows that this shit is like a thought, a thought virus and it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And goes. And I think when the people at the top, because, I mean, you see this even today still, um, in Arizona, Carrie Lake, she's still not fucking giving it up, y'all. I'm not really giving it too much coverage. I don't think she's going to get any traction. Like, you lost. You lost. (laughs) Take the L. Um, But, um, I mean, yeah. But speaking of L's, keeping it back on track, Rhodes decided with January 6th, we are going to make sure that Biden isn't going to you know, secure his election. Like we are going to stop this. And when Trump, you know, did his big spiel, said, "Yeah, we're walking, we're going," you know, da da da. da they, you know, had a you know perimeter on him. They also had people like columns that were like, I guess, in the perimeter or near the crowd. Um, and then essentially, as they were getting more and more riled up, um, roads i think he is there for part of it leaves and i think he literally goes to like a friend's house in the area to eat like chicken wings or some shit and um they hear oh it's popping off like shit's getting like actually hectic um things are getting kinetic if you will and he comes back out and then he starts issuing orders because essentially he's like a general to these people like these people larped so hard and it kind of makes sense too a lot of the background of these people are like ex-cop kind of dudes. Once again, I mean we're talking Trump MAGA, you know, supporters. You get the vibe. These are militiamen who are living in the Midwest or I guess no, not Midwest from all over. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm living in Ohio, y'all. So sorry, I like to make everything about us. <laughs> but um no, I mean these are just guys, you know, who are just similar ilk. And essentially, um, Rhodes is their leader. And he's commanding them, sending texts, making calls. Now Rhodes, he um, actually does take to the stand here in his in his trial, um, and he um, more or less tries to downplay the things he says that they caught. Literally, they have like the text messages. Also, people recorded some of these phone calls that they were having with him because they were so freaked out by what they were hearing. That they're like, okay, look, dude, I support Trump. I support, you know, um, America, and like they have like libertarian values and shit. But this is this is this is illegal. <laughs> they realized what was happening and they they made a made a call literally to the the feds. Um, but essentially, I mean, I just think this shit backfired on him. I think he thought he had the acumen and the know-how, and he was gonna get on stand and like really explain himself and uh, turn over people. Now granted, it is something that only him and Kelly Meggs, his like right hand man guy, um, were the only ones who have the seditious conspiracy charge. Um, it's much lighter for the others. Now granted, this article does kind of say, hey, maybe Merrick Garland, prosecution, you know, are gonna like lean to do more. It does open up the the chance to do that, but I don't think it's gonna be a big wave. I think this is kind of the biggest like highlight. Maybe even, cause I, I just don't think we're gonna get the big man. I don't think we're gonna get Trump on this shit, y'all. I mean, I, I say we like I'm involved, like. But I mean, hey, I, it's crazy, it's crazy how much legal bullshit Trump's under, and how he just keeps like just just Batman chesting it, you know, Superman chest on the whole thing, fucking Teflon. I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's move along. Uh, I got the next bump from Reuters. Uh, Biden signs bill to block U.S. railroad strike. So Congress, Biden, they got together. um, I guess we can just read the first sentence here. Biden signed, uh, or (laughs) President Joe Biden signed legislation Friday to block a national U.S. railroad strike that could have devastated the American economy. Um, I'm going to tell you, there are times where you really when you if you're a news person you're a newsy whatever you can see the shit i think and it's whether or not you're you're like well it's 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 biased to me or whatever so fine i'm taking it it's cool or it's against you and so therefore you see it and it's easier to see for you because it's like what what the fuck there's no way this is this way there's no way this news is should be interpreted this way but a lot of the news on this a lot of the coverage on the situation has been either like, hey, we're trying to be neutral here. Um, like, we understand that these, these union people need the things that they need, but also they're essential workers. And if they're not operating the railroads, so much is gonna go wrong. It's gonna go all bad. The whole America's gonna blow up. Um, and honestly, yes, it would be very terrible. It would be very bad if, a, if, if the union rail strike went through and, um you know, it, it came to full bore, there would be severe consequences for the American economy. That is very true. That is factual. But when you get into the guts, which I do appreciate that, you know, a lot of news if you look around, and in this article they, they go to show too, at least a bit, that like, look, railroads, like in terms of like the overall like services, you know, the companies here, they've been making great profits. They have not been losing money. But that has not been trickling down to the people who work. And the whole point of a union is to make sure that you are getting paid what you are worth, that you are getting your proper you know, quality safety on the job, and that you're getting your quality of life outside of the job. You know, that you're allowed to be a human being and actually live and enjoy yourself. Um, Things of that nature. You should be allowed that. I don't care what your job is. I don't care how essential you are. Um, I think that's crazy if you think otherwise. I don't I don't know. Um now Biden, Mr. Bossman Byron, he platformed on being a union guy, a union president. That he was the most union president, Jack Corn Pop. Well, it doesn't seem that way. It just doesn't feel that way. When you make this kind of move, when you say, hey, Congress, I need you guys to get a bill and we need to intercede on this. And, you know, the House comes up with a bill. Now, initially, the House says, okay, well, and now also to get me, get, you know, more details here, eight out of 12 did agree with what, you know, top brass was coming with, you know, to the unions and stuff and saying, here, You know, we'll give you more money, but we aren't going to give you the sick days you want, but we're going to give you more vacation days, which you'd have to use if you are sick. Um, And then if you don't have that to cover, well, then you're shit out of luck and you're going to have to just get it how you live unpaid um, or just not have vacations and shit like that. Like, it's just bad news bears for you, Um, which is no good. Like, it's understandable why for out of those 12 said, no, like we're going to go full out. And essentially the way it works is if it's not unanimous here, then we're, you know, we, we're not going to cross the picket line. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we are okay with this plan, but if they are not, then we are not. Um, but essentially Biden said, fuck that, Jack. And uh, went dark Brandon on it. Um, now it went from the house to the Senate and the Senate said, okay all right and also mind you too these are democrats working with republicans to force this issue which is never a fucking good situation <laughs> um it, it's really sad that when we get the most bipartisan it's kind of to fuck people over um and once again it it is being guised as well we're saving the economy we're saving the american economy uh, i mean i guess but we're also fucking people over uh, I mean, that's my opinion. But once again, these are uh, Isaiah's new stance, <laughs> opinions and perspectives. Um, but I mean, damn, I, I thought that was really fucked up for someone who says they are pro pro union and they organize this shit. Sorry, I'm kind of once again twisting and turning. But in the Senate, they said fuck the sick pay part though, because the House said, okay, yeah, we'll we'll make sure you at least get that seven days though is not that much. That is literally a bone, a bone thrown. And then discarded by the Senate. They said, nope, you can't have that. Um, So, yay. Awesome. Thank you, democracy. (laughs) Um, I I mean, I don't know. It'll remain to be seen where they're going to go from here. Um, But I guess the American economy is saved. Thumbs up. (laughs) um next bump living on yahoo news and the associated press we're back at it uh san francisco will allow police to deploy robot dogs that kill man that is the banger headline of the week by the way um i had to talk about this i had to um plus it's it is interesting it's in scary it's a little dystopian um but I mean I don't know if you guys remember it I want to say the first time I saw a robot dog now I'm not sure in this article the robots that they're talking about potentially arming are going to be dogs or they're going to be drones are they going to be literally fucking robots with guns are we going to get RoboCop I don't know I don't know all right I haven't dug that far but from what I've heard from what I've read um oh hold on let me do my little anecdotal bullshit Um, I do remember, I think it was during the George Floyd protests. I'm not sure. Maybe it was, I feel like that had to have been it because it was during that time. I remember being on Twitter and I saw, and so, I mean, hey, I'm already on Twitter. Who knows what, if it's real or not, right? But essentially, I remember seeing like the robot dogs. It was like a version of what Boston Dynamics was doing, only it was a dog patrolling. And I do remember hearing and reading like situations where they had these things like kind of like patrolling essentially doing a little bit of light patrol and hearing a situations where people were getting like like potentially like stomped on by the dog like not like oh my god i'm on the ground getting trampled but like potentially this dog can run up on you and like hit you in the foot or you're walking past it or whatever right um so that's already unsettling right no not the craziest thing i've ever heard whatever we're not full-blown minority report but i mean this is the advancement of that um essentially, you know, in San Francisco, they got the okay to potentially use it in certain circumstances. And they're saying very specific circumstances. Um, let's see, but the department could deploy robots equipped with explosive charges to contact and or disorient violent armed or dangerous suspect. Um, I guess they meant a or whatever. Uh, when lives are at stake, SFPD spokesman, blah 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 said in the statement. Okay, whatever. But um I mean they're saying, hey, it's it's gonna be super minor, super limited, it's not it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal, don't worry about it, it's chill. Um apparently though they say two, they reference um I think a story in 2016 that took place. Um yeah, the first time a robot was used to deliver explosives in the US was in 2016 when Dallas sent in an armed robot that killed a holdup sniper who had killed five officers in an ambush. So, I mean, let's do a little pro-con here. I'll play a little devil's advocate, I guess, whatever. Um, It does save lives, quote unquote. Yes, for sure. If you're a cop, um, you don't potentially get your face blown off. Um, You potentially have the robot go in and blow off someone else's face. Um, but obviously it leaves concerns and worries about like, well, oh my fucking God, this, and, and also another thing I should add too, the robot does not have autonomy. It is being controlled. That is another thing to add. Um, we are not actually getting RoboCop, (laughs) even though technically RoboCop was a man, we can get into that if you want to, you know, get into the logistics of it. He was, uh, Shit. I feel like you technically call him a cyborg, right? He wasn't an android. Androids you make from slag, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was an android. Uh, I think he was a cyborg. You can fight me on a forum or message me. I don't know, but um, I mean, it's, it's icky. We're in a quagmire, but um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the future has for us. Um, and then we're gonna close out. Um. Same bang that we start off with. (laughs) No clamp. Uh, Let me hit this break and we can get into it. But uh, we're going to talk about Jones. But we have a spicy feature for the Jones, for the Alex Jones. (laughs) Ooh. Okay, all right, we're loose. We're back. Huh. Now, this is a, a bit of a two-parter. So part one, scene in business. Alex Jones has filed for personal bankruptcy. Um, our, <laughs> our, our info warrior, our Info Wars warrior, Alex Jones, Um, is trying to pull a weasel move. He's trying to think it. Um, I love this opener. Right wing conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones filed for personal chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in Texas court on Friday. Um, essentially our man, Alex Jones, he's trying to do this to fade, um, the over the plus billion dollars he is now fixing to owe um, for more or less spreading fucking false silver fucking nation about crisis actors who are actually dead kids, um, in the Santa Hook massacre. Don't want to get too in the weeds about it. Obviously you can Google what the Santa Hook massacre was to, you know, catch yourself up to speed on that. Um, very sad shit. Alex Jones used that to cook his books to make a lot of fucking money for his Hokey-dokey tactical baths for his vitamin bullshit supplements that don't do fucking anything. Um, But he was literally having people go out in the streets and find these parents of dead, (coughs) of dead, you know, students from dead kids and like harass them. And he was just doing this constantly, constantly, constantly. Even during the trial, he was harassing the judge. He was harassing the, the people who were going on the stand. He was relentless. Didn't do him any fucking good. Only made shit worse for this fucker. Um, so now he's trying to do it. The uh, You know, he's going to dig further into the American system and try to get out of the shit through a bankruptcy. Um, now, he even tried to brag that this was his plan. That he's like, they're not going to get a dollar out of me. You guys should donate to my shit right now. And if you donate to me, it's going to go straight to my legal team to mount my bankruptcy. Um, it's not hard to do a fucking bankruptcy, honestly. Um, that's speaking from personal experience. Um, essentially he's trying to do this and, um, he's hoping that this is going to shield him from having to pay all this money. Now, the way bankruptcies work, certain things you will have to pay for. They're just on the hook. You cannot get around them. And a legal like debt that you have like this is going to be one of those fucking things um i mean obviously i'm not a lawyer but i am listening to lawyers say this shit um who they have you know reference in the article um you know i should have their names but you know you know we're loose here you know we're loosey-goosey that's why i I reference the article and i give you the listener the chance to look it up yourself if you feel the need or you know we can walk along the path together listening to me. And then, you know, like I said, you have the paper in your hand and you leave the newsstand with the information that I've given you. <laughs> um, I did find the name. Uh, what is it? Christopher Met- Metai, Meti? Meti? Um, yeah. Like every other, uh, cowardly move Alex Jones has made, this bankruptcy will not work. Um, let's see. Do they have more here? The bankruptcy system... Does not protect anyone who engages in intentional and egregious acts on others, as Mr. Jones did. The American judicial system will hold Alex Jones accountable, and we will never stop working to enforce the jury's verdict. So, you know, obviously we'll keep you posted on how that goes. But um, we got to talk about some other shit that Alex Jones did. Because on his InfraWars show, he had a couple of special guests. Um, special guests that we have been referencing and covering heavily on the Patreon content. And I just felt like, you know, this shit has been so big and so palpable. And even though this isn't, once again, it's not major news. I try not to do too much pop shit, especially if it's like toxic pop shit. Uh, I try not to do too much of that on the main. But with Alex Jones, with Kanye West, the names are just kind of too big. Not too sometimes um i mean shit technically elon musk gets involved in this fucking story uh fuck so you know we're hitting a lot of trifectas here we're hitting a lot of people um but i'm gonna use an article for reference here npr yay says i see good things about hitler on conspiracy theorist alex jones show (sighs) um and he had tons tons of tons of quotes like that um throughout my my guy comes in zipped up in a full on like zip up ski mask thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, Ye has has been known known for um wearing funky little masks and stuff like this. Um but I mean, I I could not imagine for one being four. he talks for 4 hours. 4 hours. Literally, I'm not saying he talks for hours. I'm saying he talks for literally one, two, three, four hours. (laughs) Um, And it's just all just bullshit conspiracies. Um, Anti-Semitic conspiracies. Let's get specific. Let's talk about what he's talking about here. Um, He also goes into these weird views about pornography, also equating to, um, like, uh, child... um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm thinking I'm looking for, yeah, child porn. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? What are you saying? He's just saying the most insane shit as possible. Um, He's also accompanied with Nick Fuentes, a known white supremacist. Um, Um, Essentially, Alex Jones is just yucking him up. He's just having him, you know, talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Um, But I gotta say, it is insane when i'm literally in the timeline that we have yay formerly known as kanye fucking west saying something that's so insane that alex jones has to put distance between himself he has to nervously laugh like, <laughs> and like say hey that that's not what i i don't agree with that i don't like nazis <laughs> um And you can just see him trying to do the smoothing and edging throughout the whole procedure where he's trying to, like, almost get Ye to, like, rein him in. To, like, be like, yeah, yeah, you don't, like necessarily hate all the Jews or anything like that. It's not that. It's just, you don't like George Soros. But it's like, literally, he's describing George Soros and, and the way he's describing him, Alex Jones is. And and like, he's like, no, I like Nazi shit. Like, it's, he just can't stress enough that if like, you are doing things that are fascist, it's kind of cool to him. And I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't know the end game. Like, um, and you could try to blame it on mental illness. I, pfft blow it out your fanny at this point if you ask me like at the end of the day Kanye West has a responsibility like you are a celebrity the things you say have weight and you can get into free speech because kind of I guess the next part of this because um throughout the thing uh, the the video um it's kind of discussed or whatever that um is ye's like oh you know I let Alex, like, use my account to tweet. And then I also let Nick Fuentes use my account to tweet, my Twitter account. And they are both still suspended, um, according to, you know, Elon Musk, and according to, you know, they haven't been unbanned or whatever. Um, And then, you know, he says all this shit. Then he also then, after the video, I believe, or maybe it was during the video, he might have been tweeting. I don't fucking know. He's doing a lot. Um, Essentially, he posts more anti-Semitic shit he posts, I think it was like a Star of David fused with a swastika or some dumb shit. It's so weird. And, um, Elon Musk decides to, um, suspend him. Um, so, I mean, the shit, it was just such a fucking shit show. Um, uh, there was so much in it. I, I would not suggest you watch it. It's fucking wild and insane and dumb and unhinged. Um, there was also another, like, special guest lady on there. She was, like, a Jewish person, but she was, like, saying, like, no, like, I do believe that cancel culture is ridiculous and all this stuff. And, like, I remember seeing her from before, but then I didn't recognize her until I saw her other picture when I looked her up. I, I cannot remember her name, and it's better that way. Um, people do not deserve any of the clout. Um, but just, she had done, like, I guess a bunch of, like, plastic surgery, so she was just not recognizable at all. But, um... She's ugh, ugh just the ickiest people when you get into these people's bios and their 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 whole shit. Connie West is choosing to align himself with them. Um I guess for this quote unquote presidency. I don't know. Whatever. Um but hell, I know I'm ending on a little bit of a sour note, but that is the news. I won't keep you too much longer. Um But if you would like to help out, you know, be a part of this podcast experience, experiment, if you will, um, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. $5 will make you a newsie. Um, Essentially, being a newsie gets you bonus content. You can get a little bit more details on this Kanye West bullshit I've been talking about. Some Twitter shit. Um, More or less, it's a little bit more of the fluff, more of the gut. Like, not so much of the guts, if you will. Um, but sometimes it bleeds through. Like I did wind up talking about the, uh, China protests, actually. Um, I did that on my, on a Monday episode of this week. So, I mean, that happened. That's a thing. Um, but I mean, obviously these are kind of things you can obviously, you know, look up on your own for sure. But, um, if you'd like to hear my perspective, it's on the Patreon. It's paywall. Sorry. Um, you can also get the shout outs. Um, I can do those once a Months, I'm actually, um, off my game, but I'm not gonna miss it, uh, Denver, McIntosh, McIntosh, I know, I'm just freewheeling here, sorry, 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 um, Stephanie Renee, the queen, the one, the only, the alpha, the first, <laughs> Newsy, uh, thank you guys for being a newsie. um, you're great, I gave you flowers earlier, but you know, I, this is first, it's the first of the month, one, one. So you had to do that. But yeah, you get that. That happens. Your name could be on the roll. Um, Also, I have a Discord. That's a thing. Um, But free ways to hit me up. Let's see. I have Google Mail, Gmail, Uh, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And then I am on all the socials, even Hive, which apparently um, their systems went down and they got hacked and uh, your information could have got fucking exposed. That's lit. Awesome. But um, anyway, that's the news. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully, I see you soon for some Morgan news. I love you. Bye bye. Mwah.